Ah, ah. It's me, James O. Brassfield, here again to introduce yet another episode of Teach These Devils. That's right. Uh, thank you so much for listening again. Um, yeah, Wilson isn't here, okay? I'm just going to break it to you right now. Wilson is out this episode. Wilson is also going to be out on a future episode that is uh, yet to be released. So fucking hold on to your buttholes. If you can't get enough Wilson, unfortunately, there's just not any in this episode. I'm sorry. He was missed, he's loved, and he will be back very, 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 very soon. Um, but this episode isn't about Wilson. Guess who it's about? You don't know. Well, you probably do, because if you're listening to this, you may have read a description. And if you're just clicking on stuff blindly, that's on you, okay? Don't do that. But, uh, yeah, it's fucking, it's Dwayne Duke, man. Dwayne Duke is on the program. He talks a little bit about uh, everything. We go in, man. We have a really good conversation. Uh, we talk about making meth. We talk about uh, samurai shit. We talk about everything. Uh, we go in. We talk about touring regionally. Fucking, there's no bounds, no fucking stopping this conversation. We just go in. It was really fun. Thank you to Dwayne. And please follow him on all social media. Uh, and see him whenever you can. He's a, a real gift. He describes himself as, uh, I think it's a, a likable bitch. No, that's me. I made that up. But it's so true. Dwayne Duke's on the program. We go in. Enjoy it. Enjoy your your Wednesday. Because if it's Wednesday, you know what it is. It's TC Zevils, you fucking worms. Sorry, Dan Myron Handelman. We ran out of time. We'll talk to you soon. Ladies and gentlemen, girls and boys, coys of all ages, welcome back once again to the seminal hit program, Teach These Devils. That's right, Teach These Devils. If it's Wednesday, we're in your motherfucking ears. Today on Teach These Devils, it's me, of course, your boy, James O. Brassfield. Wilson Chavo Rivera is not sitting across from me right now. Usually he is there. He has a drink. He smells of drinks. But for today... He had a bit of a, another emergency. He had to take a step away, which is, you know, life happens. Life comes at you fast, as they say in white America. <laughs> but we got something even more exciting than that for you right here today. A longtime fucking proposed guest to the show has finally found a moment before skipping town to step in, have a sit down, and chat with us here today. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the program, Mr. Dwayne Duke. Hi. Hello, you devils. Are we just calling them devils? Is that, They're uh, devils. Is they that what your audience it. I call is? The them devils? boys, children of Yakub. Oh, I don't know what that means. Uh, Dr. Yakub? You don't know about Dr. Yakub? No, I feel like that's a whole other subset Dr. of things. Dr. Yakub was a black scientist that invented white people. Okay, that yeah. is. I'm just gonna take a sip of my beer here. Yeah, gulp. <laughs> That's why they hate us so much. Because uh, like the they're children of, of they Yaku. are us. They're deformed black people, white people. Oh, according to the teachings of Doctor Yakub, he took the lightest skin of the black people from the heart of Africa, uh-huh. the cradle of civilization, and took them to a secret island in the north where he interbred them with one another until. And uh, he also fed lies to the bellies of the mothers so that they would become lighter until he developed a blue-eyed, blonde-haired human. And then they came, all the other elders came and saw what he did, and they were like, bro, you've been feeding lies to the bellies of these mothers and making their seeds evil? 
uh-uh. Then they banished them to the Caucasus Mountains 5,000 years ago where they lived with dogs and learned how to hunt and they kept them alive. And now they trickled down into Europe and Asia and now that's how we ended up with white people and that's why they hate us so much, Dwayne. <laughs> I wish people. I wish this was a, a visual medium so people could just see, could see my face, yeah. face throughout that entire thing because that was that was a roller coaster that made no sense and I was like I want to get off I want to get off I said five thousand years you were like wait a minute I was that, like I was like I don't think any of this math adds that's, up that's not that's a real number but wait a minute nope no thank you see <laughs> it's a weird story and that's real like that's some five percent or shit which is like those people that are street preaching like the black israelites they believe that to be it's like our version of xenu no thank you <laughs> like, <laughs> oh i saw those guys outside of the casino one day yeah. and i was like listen i'm day drunk Dude, ask them about dr yakub next time you see him no thank you i'm going to I was, i've never seen any black israelites like i was day drunk and they had like signs outside the casino you know, I was like, what is even happening? Can you you guys, are a devil. I was like, can you guys get it together? Like, we are, tr- we, we as a city are trying our damnedest to make this not a thing. <laughs> right? We're trying to just, you know, forget about LeBron and move forward. LeBaron. LeBaron James. Ugh. I said we should just call the Cavs LeBrowns. <laughs> and then we wouldn't have these problems. Oh, I, uh, the bar I was at before this, uh, the Ohio State Michigan game was on. Of course. The big game was today. Yeah. And, uh, obviously Ohio State won. Go Bucks. Uh, but I love how petty we are as a society in oh, Ohio. Yeah. Because the songs where they were doing the OH chant, so it was like, OHIO, OHIO. Yeah. But then they're like, uh, fuck, or, um, what was it? Pittsburgh sucks. Yeah. Uh, oh, I wrote it down because it was so ridiculous. I'd never heard. Oh, Pittsburgh sucks. And the refrain was "fuck them," and I was like, "Can we do that? Is that a thing we're doing now?" Yeah, we do we're not even time. playing Pittsburgh. We just hate everyone. We have the most fucking enemies. I think Ohio. We have the most enemies out of anyone. We're we hate Pennsylvania. We hate Toledo. That's part of us. Yeah, we hate. Well, we hate, we hate Michigan because of Toledo. I think so. Yeah, the war. That the war of war. Toledo, and like we lost, so we had to keep them. Yeah, I think that's how that worked. Because Toledo, well, actually, because of Detroit, I, this was an interesting conversation that came up last night. Because Detroit has legalized weed, I feel like Toledo's going to be the next like popping part of Ohio. Yeah, no, fully legalized. I feel like because there's like buildings there already, they could clean it up I mean, if they wanted. I mean, it'll probably get really gentrified real fast. Oh yeah, um, white uh, people love weed. Yeah, they do. They do. They don't want any of the problems that come with it in your community. Actually, they just want to be the only ones, I think, making money off of it. So, you know, prison. It happens. Man, did you know that the police were invented to capture runaway slaves? That's the invention of the police force, which probably since your dad is an officer of the law, we can edit that out. I feel like uh, that's not quite the invention. Uh, That's what Ben Franklin said. I mean, they did come from, like, Constables on Patrol is where the acronym COP comes from. Mm -hmm. And, like, those are people from England where... Bobbies. Yeah, where there weren't exactly slaves. There weren't free people, but there weren't exactly Mm -hmm. slaves. But my understanding is that the police force in America was invented to police slavery. Well, actually, uh, so most... In most communities, they're not actually called 
police. They're they're not police officers. They're officers of the peace or peace officers. Peace officers. Because uh, their entire goal is to, like, the, the intention is to keep the peace. Keep the peace. Shout out. I mean, we have a lot of officers who are making a really bad name for the guys that are out there Tell putting them. their lives on the risk and, Teach like, Dwayne. doing good works. Like, I... I hate people who are just like blanketly fuck the cops. Like that is that's utter nonsense because you know why you don't live in Bedlam. Like like we have police, we have laws for a reason. Yeah, you can't just be like oh fuck it, Libertarian University. Like there shouldn't or Libertarian University. There's no laws. Everybody gets weed, no taxes. Right. Okay. Who's gonna build the roads? Right. Who's <laughs> gonna protect you when they come to take your free weed and taxes? Yeah. Like uh, there's always gonna be evil people. There are there are just there bad are people, seeds. Evil people right now. Yeah. I mean, there are people that are forced into the system, but there are people who are just straight up evil. <laughs> there are. And I think that, like, as with anything, I think that humanity has a way to warp shit to turn it into fucking something that's a broken version of what it's supposed to be. And most times, more often than not, I find that broken version damages people that are different. You know what I mean? Like, it's, well, it's, as someone who is who has the experience of not ever having been a minority in no situation. Yeah, you're ever. not. You're like this most normal type yeah, of regular like, black you could be. Yeah, like I, like I am openly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm normal black. I'm regular black. Yeah, like I'm. Uh, I don't know. Uh, this accent's paid for. But mm-hmm. like I'm from the hood. Like, and that's the one thing. People, like when people find out where I live, they're like, "Really, you grew up there?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's easy. I just didn't go outside." Like I'm from right? the hood. <laughs> <laughs> My parents paid for me to go to school because they were like, "Hmm, have a future." Right. <laughs> and me I was too. like, "I'll show you." I got your future right here, mom and dad. <laughs> Fucking that? suck it, right? It's wild. No, I mean, like, every, being we're two black men on the program today on Teach These Devils, and it's like we we are from different ilks. We do a similar. We have a similar trade. And uh, mine's is more of like a, a, a partially paying a fun hobby, but you're out there getting it, man. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm out there chasing it. I mean, I'm I'm out there chasing it. I mean, I'm I'm out there chasing it. Every time I see somebody like wake like post that wake up get this bread, I'm like, no, 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 no. There's no bread. <laughs> <laughs> the bread is just dough, my friend. It's wheat at this point. Like we can all wake up and get these crumbs. Are you trying to get uh, these crumbs with me? <laughs> see, I think that like if I if I was gonna take that statement as like a life affirming fact i'd say like get this bread means like okay i'm gonna go harvest wheat and then i'm gonna mill it and then i'm gonna fucking do some experiments on how to make dough and then i'm gonna make a fire then i'm gonna figure out how to contain that fire and sustain so it. many steps and everyone's like no you just gotta wake up and get you this just gotta bread. get up and get the paper you gotta get up and get it <laughs> i'm like no like okay first of all you didn't wake up to get this bread you went to sleep last night with a bunch of emails in your outbox yeah. you woke up you woke up in the middle of the night you checked your email because you just you sleep with your phone next to your head because uh a booker's like hey you didn't respond to the 12 seconds since i sent this email so i replaced Rebo- you <laughs> What's like, that like? Tell us a little bit about that world here on the program. Uh, so I'm not I'm not known for being like the biggest club comic. I don't know what it is about me. Um, I'm off putting to mainstream uh, audiences, is what one Booker told me. Okay, that's rude as fuck. I mean, it, it's, I mean, you're very you have a very aggressive style. I mean, it's his club. So, and I was younger at the time. And I was like, well, if I'm not going to work clubs, I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to worry about it. Like, I'm going to go out there and do indie stuff because, like, there's still comedy. Yeah. So I travel. I do a bunch of indie. Like, I want to do club work, but I'm not pressed over it. Like, I'm not, 
I'm not going to go sit and wait at a club for somebody to be like, hey, I saw that you hung out here the last month. Thanks for that. Do you want to do some time in three weeks? Right? No. Uh, no time for that. Like, how I'm, am I going to get my grain and then make the fire if I'm fucking waiting around at a like club? Like, how, how am I even going to lift this this scythe to cut the grains down if I'm yeah. if I'm waiting around I at this table? I forgot about making the scythe. Those are going to be out there by hand, my guy. <laughs> See what I'm talking about? No, there's steps to the process, and you're yeah. just out here chasing it, as you said. Yeah, I love so that. like, like I'm not ready. I'm not harvesting yet, but my seeds are planted. I guess. Fuck yeah! Like, I, I'm sunshining on it. I'm just it. assuming there's gonna be wheat just in the ground growing already that I can move in. Yeah. What's this wrong is, with me? This is my 4-H knowledge. Back, See, god damn. Back I'm, when I was a future farmer of America. I need to look at everything again now. <laughs> this has been a great conversation already, Dwayne Duke. Um. So you grew up here, right? You grew up in Northeast yep. Ohio. Born and raised in Cleveland. Um, I've moved like five times and I always move back. I'm always surprised when I wake up here. I'm just like, really? Oh, me again. This Hello. again. The center of the universe, eh? Yeah. I but, think Ohio is like a black hole. There's, uh, It's right by the fire station in Elyria. Fire station number one is actually the center of the universe. Yeah? Yeah, dude. Don't go too close to Elyria. You'll get sucked back in. Uh, so my day job, because spoiler alert, you can't just... You can't just Get this bread. You're not just out here chasing it all day, 24/7, 365. Like you can't just you can't get this bread unless you go have unless you have the funds to plant the seeds, and seeds aren't free. You're not playing. Uh, Seeds do cost. Monsanto is trying to get their cut. (laughs) Who's Monsanto to you? Uh, Monsanto, I guess IRS. No, your job. That's what I meant. (laughs) Trying to do a sick turn of phrase. (laughs) Uh, My day job. uh, I work in photography. Uh, Okay. So like it's. It's a really cool day job with a bunch of creative people. Yeah. Um, they're you, all they're all real photographers, and I'm just like a guy with a camera. And they're like okay. they're like trying to do the most creative thing ever, and I'm constantly just going, "No, I'm going to get this picture, and I'm going to leave." Right. <laughs> like every job I've done this year, I've cut at least an hour off the estimated time. Um, cause they're like, they're doing this, that, and the other, they're standing up, they're getting the cute pose, they're getting the fun pose. I'm like, get it done. Are you taking pictures of youths then? Oh uh, yeah, I do school, school portraits. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. It is uh, an experience. Every day I wake up going, oh, how, how are these little fuckers? one of go- the best fucking griffs I've ever heard of. Um... Teachers hate it. They forget. Oh, yeah. They forget it's happening every year, and they have to tell their Shit. students. Students hate it because they're like, like, uh, I can't get these clothes dirty. Like six, like sixth grade girls in sixth grade and boys in high school. Like that's where it falls off. Where they're just they're not excited about picture day anymore. Hmm. Like once a girl becomes aware of her body and how society like thinks of her body mm-hmm. she's fucking done and she's like i've had so many cute little girls go i'm so ugly or like my hair looks awful my face is the worst one girl came back for retakes and she hands me the pictures and i was like oh this is a very lovely picture of you she goes really my face is fat my hair is ugly look at my eyes and <laughs> oh my god and i was like well and I, I can't be like well yeah you you clearly have a lazy eye but like the rest of this is a cute picture oh, <laughs> like you could tell like if her eye isn't focusing in the picture clearly she has a lazy eye but like i'm not an opt- uh, opt- optometrist so like i can't <laughs> i can't be like hey you got a lazy eye i'm not an optometrist 
interest. So I was like, well, this is a very lovely picture. Like, what do you want to change about it? Everything. And she's She's like, like, okay. So Um, she came in the first day, makeup done, hair done. She looks good. She mm. comes in the second day, sweatpants, shitty hair. She looks at the second picture. She goes, oh my God, that's even worse. I'm like, well, look at you. (laughs) You brought up paint by numbers and you wanted a Picasso. What the fuck do you expect? Oh my God. And then she came in the third day and she brought in the hottest girl in school and had her too. There's no third day. But they'll they'll stand off to the side with their phone and they'll like take a selfie. And I'm just like, can I send this to you and just use it? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> that is not my purview. I don't care what ha- like I don't care Do what happens have, like, after I this think, picture's taken. Well, here's a here's a great solution to the STEM problem in this fucking whole country. We get these young teen girls and so, let them worry about their picture so much that you just give them a digital copy, <laughs> and those little bitches learn how to do Photoshop. How about that? <laughs> Because that's what it takes to look like those people. Everyone knows that, right? Except yeah. for well, children. I mean, they'll learn Photoshop eventually, and they, <laughs> they definitely know it because they've got the fucking Instagram filters. One right? girl was like, so like, what kind of filter are you going to put on this? And I was like, I don't None, put baby. I was I like, no, it's it. just your face. And she goes, just my face? What do you mean? She seemed mortified that it was just her. She was like, no flower <laughs> crown, nothing? No softening? <laughs> like, oh, a teacher's coming with the same joke every day. <laughs> Dude, I hope I don't break the camera. Let me tell you this right now. I I know, like, uh, you don't care. You fucking are an openly gay man, but like. Yeah. There is something about those Snapchat pictures of those women, dude. When it's like when they got the flower crown on, it's like their face. It looks like they can help me. Like I don't know. Like it's just because well, there's right. like nine filters on it. I, it's like uh, angelic blur, I believe it's yeah. called. And it's supposed to like wash the whore out. Soft so. features. Like uh, it's fucking hilarious to me that shit. But honestly, it's like you see someone's like social media which is how the world works now I guess and you're like oh my god she's fucking she's pretty hot then you see them in real life and they look anything like that you're like oh my god uh, can we discuss social media I hate social media like I can't what's wait. the worst part about social media um, I hate how much effort I have to put into it like like I wish I was born in like the 60s where I could have been a comic in the 80s and had a drug problem in the 90s like yeah. I so I could be on my like comeback or dead like mm-hmm. that's where I want to be right you now you want to be in the ground or making it happen uh, like I just want to be like ugh alright I did it all I've done the work. Just I'm coming to your shitty town for two nights in September. Oh, Dwayne Duke's coming in town. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like I hate how much time I have to. So I have my personal Facebook, my fan page, the fan page for my festival, the fan page for my uh, uh, podcast. Okay. I have an Instagram for all three of those, plus my thought Instagram, which is just me being slutty, thoughting and bopping. Yeah, or me being slutty or me working out. I've got a Twitter for all three. Don't forget about your burlesque IG. Oh, that's the thought one. But like, <laughs> I, uh, but I haven't been on stage as Mason Dixon in so long. So fucking, I you have so many credits, dude. Fucking Mason Dixon broads love that. They're like always talking about some Mason Dixon. Yeah, just it was it was a fun experience. Uh, but I was like, you know what? You're off that. I'm gonna move out of this realm. It's it's so much more of a hobby for me, and I've got other things going on, and everybody else is involved in it. It's like. It means something to them, and there's like a history, and yeah. like, and they care about it. And for me, I'm like, eh, I just came to take my clothes off in a socially acceptable manner. <laughs> Is that right? okay with you guys? Good for you, man. I came to jiggle. I came here to jiggle and wiggle, and I'm all out of jiggle wiggle. <laughs> uh, That's hilarious. So I took my final bow in Columbus doing a 90 show. Brutal. It was really fun. I incorporated Were you AC Slater. What'd you do? I incorporated the Macarena. Hey, my and uh, and a Trace Atkins song. What the fuck is that? You're not listening to country music, are you? Oh yeah, oh yeah. What the fuck, Dwayne? 
I'm one of these devils. What can I say? <laughs> Doggone it, man. They got you too, huh? Hey, whatever. I was doing an in-depth case study. Fucked around sounding like Chuck Berry. <laughs> um, but we were talking about social media. Oh, yeah. Which hate, is one of those things. I hate things. it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. So I only write... So my Instagram dumps on my fan page. My fan page posts to my Twitter. I only write tweets, so I have things to post on my Instagram. I move the tweets from there to my fan page. Okay. And then I save it all to my actual Facebook page. <sighs> you know what I've done during the time of doing all this? I'm usually driving. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> there's only so many hours of the day. If That's I have a, difficult. If I have a long drive, I'm like, all right, I got to get all these things posted in this timely manner. Um, I said this today. I was like, I'm just going to write this thing while I'm driving. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Like... Um, a thing that bugs me is about hearing how how lazy my generation is. It's like, no, we're not lazy. We have figured out, like, I work around 40 hours a day. We work smarter, <laughs> not harder. Like, in, in 18 hours, I'm working a 40-hour day. Right? We work smarter, not harder. Like, shit has gotten so easy. Like, I used to do, like, menial labor. Like, yeah. I busted my finger open on a sludge bottle one time. Like, I used to do, like, menial tasks, like, factory work, shit like that. It's been so long since I've done real work. People are always like, oh, my God, your hands are so soft. It's like, what the fuck do you mean? Like, I'm a hardworking-ass fucking change-hanging street-beating Walter. Like, I'm fucking out here getting it. You're telling me I got soft hands? I do use a lot of Lush products. Shout out to the sponsor, Lush Cosmetics. Yeah, real sponsor. Not real, but <laughs> <laughs> oh my! My show is sponsored by nobody because that's who fucking cares. See, that's why that's my whole premise. It's like if I just say it, eventually they'll just send a check. Eh, they got him. I mean, they owe me. So uh, maybe they're just paying for my illegal music that I use. Ah, uh, so you stinking. ordered the bread and you're just waiting to be delivered. Man, I am the fucking bread. Nice. That's how. Like, I feel that's like this episode needs to be called it. "Get This Bread." I am the motherfucking bread. Everybody wants a slice of this good cake. You know what I'm talking about? I'm the fucking cake, 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 cake. Number two cake. on the list. Number one on their hearts, Dwayne. I'm the fucking nice. manic god himself. I uh. <laughs> Weird, weird tangent we just got off on. I just okay. had, to, had to big up myself. I've been going through some That's stuff. Fine. I'm uh, I'm at a pretty good spot with the yeah. self esteem lately. Speaking like, speaking again of social media, it seems like you're out here killing it on these uh oh, grinders. That's and fucking many. Oh, uh, dating apps are a whole different thing. That's not. You don't consider that to be a part of social media. Um. Not really, because it's it's a different manufactured version of myself. Nobody's doing. You're not doing any angelic blur on that shit. No, like I, it's all pictures of me on stage or okay. at the gym. People love people on stage. Guys, they'll uh, write to me. They're like, "Oh my god, are you a rapper?" Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, "So you didn't read any of my profile? <laughs> you didn't read it." See, that's like... The a, first thing in it. So it says comic drinker archer fan. The, those are the four words that are always in my profile. Archer? Hell yeah. I love well, Archer. Everyone's talking about this Archer business. Uh, have I'm you, a frisky dingo man from back in the day. Okay. Well, so you know Ace John, Benjamin, yeah. who is currently starring in Arby's commercials, and I didn't realize that at first because mm, I watched... The I looked at his face, and I was like, I, why do I know that voice? And then I like turned away. I was like, that's Archer. Yeah. <laughs> is that Ace John Benjamin? That's it what is. he looks like. He's a genius. Yeah. Uh, he just melts into whatever role he's in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Archer is... I think I think it's one of the smartest shows I've ever watched. Okay. Um I love Archer. I still watch The Simpsons. Really? Yeah. That's not a popular opinion these days. Everyone's like, Oh, I fell off in season season twelve, season thirteen. I was like, Yeah, because you were season because you were 13 years old. Yeah, that's when like, you stopped watching it. I stopped it. watching in 1998 when South Park came out. And then in, ni- in 1990, in 2001, I stopped watching everything because I have post-traumatic stress from 9-11. Oh, I, 
uh, I remember 9-11, I literally turned to my teacher and was like, hey, we should start a cooking club. <laughs> <laughs> and she looked at you like you were a sociopath. He's like, this child is she goes, maybe not today. <laughs> God, that's hilarious. And I was like, hey. okay, so I've always... I believe that there's going to be a greater good in the world, right? Like, I believe... We hope. But I also know that America's... We're going to protect our own. So, yeah, we took we took an L that day, but if shit came down to it... I live in Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. I've got good. days before the fallout gets yeah, here. Yeah, we good over here. Like, yeah. we're going to have to deal with people getting here before we have to deal with the fucking shit that yeah. just happened. Like, and if we're going to die, we're going to die. I'm not going to stress myself out over I'm it. I'm going to go on a goddamn killing spree, dude. I'm going to fucking have oh, you, everything. You know what freaks me out whenever I see somebody who's like, oh, I'm, I'm prepared for the zombie apocalypse, and they're not kidding. Like, they've got, yeah, they they've got, got shit, shit for the zombie apocalypse. Like... I bought a bug out bag for Christmas for my grandma. Yeah, they're like, they're like, oh my god, we can't wait for the end of the world. We're so ready for that. Why do you want to live through that? One, it's going to be assholes like you yeah, running around. I don't like care for that. Literally, the definition of hell is living through the end of the world. It's like the pathway to hell, according to the I'm like, the, Bible. Uh, the first thing I'm doing, like when the bomb drops, is I'm breaking into a bar and I'm just going to drink until I stop moving. Oh man, see, the first thing I'm doing, breaking into the Maserati dealership. Why? For what? It's because I want to drive around, dude. I want to drive a fucking Quattroporte around. My uncle bought a Maz this year, and uh, they sound like motorcycles. It's such a piece of shit built car. Like I don't even know. He he always wanted one, so he bought one, and it sat in the driveway for most of the year. He just likes looking at it. It's they're beautiful. It's a piece of art. No, like well, he didn't want the people at his job to realize he had Maserati. So like he was driving oh, yeah. his, he was driving his piece of shit car, and I was like, that's uh, a huge issue for people. And I was like, so oh, because he works in the service industry, and he didn't want the tips to dry up because they're like, well, you can afford it clearly. So you're doing fine, motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, which is utter nonsense. Because yeah, well, he works at he works at a country club. He's like a uh, general manager of a country club. And now they've got all the young, the young rich people who don't believe in tipping because yeah. well, we made it on our own. No, sweetie, so you didn't money. make it on your you didn't own. Do shit. You got an inheritance and a loan from someone richer than you. That's and part of the problem, Dwayne. It's part of the larger issue. We all know that. I hope. Oh wait, no one fucking gives a shit when it's time to really look at it. Pieces of shit, you fucking hounds. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Like I, I. Uh, I've learned to take a step back and just look at everything from like a macro point of view. Yeah. And it's like, no, you guys are actually fucking up. If you had to say the hardest, the hardest part of being uh, a part of America. And it's like you ha- you come from like a completely different background than me. But like we're still black men in America. For you, what's the hardest part about being black in America? Other, uh, and like forget about all the bullshit like social media. Da, 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 that's all. It's a different it's got its own stuff that comes from the real thing that is being different. I think the hardest part about it is when you get reminded. Don't like, forget, yeah. Like, when you get that moment. Because, like, I spend a lot of my time where it's just like, okay, I'm alive, I'm, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And, like, I'm not... I'm not forgetting I'm black, but it's like yeah. when I'm reminded I'm black, it's like, uh, oh, I see. Oh, you still give a shit about? Oh, uh, we're still doing, we're still doing this. Still doing this, huh? Okay, oh, I see. Okay, it um, hap- and it happens more often than it ever should. It happens in such weird ways. Uh, yeah. Hey, I, no hoodies. Yeah, it'll it'll catch you completely <laughs> off guard. <laughs> wait, 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 what? I like no. It's four degrees outside. Eat my ass. Yeah, the air's on. I'm sitting under a vent. I can't wear my hood. <laughs> Yeah, like I can't keep a sweatshirt on right now? Yeah, suck my... How about eat my ass? Like, fucking... 
That is one of the things that makes me the most upset in the whole world. And that just was in the news recently. There was this mall in Mississippi that was like, no hoods, you can't wear your hood in the mall, blah, blah, blah. Which is really like saying, coons, stay away. Like, yeah. It's like us putting up a sign that says, coons, get out. <laughs> and some white women that were fucking trying to be some allies or whatever, but went in there flexing with hoods on and their hoods up. And no one said a word to them. Obviously. Of course not. And then, like, because that's it, not who the policy's for. It's, it's not just, who's, it's a blanket exactly, policy, exactly. And it's like, okay, so if you made this policy and won't enforce it for those people, in reality, what that really means is that this is a fucking clear signal to me that I'm not really welcome here, or that I need to conform and change to fucking what you want, or end up like the Indians. The Indians get checks. We don't get shit. Like, unless you count the food in jail, like we don't get anything. <laughs> Like, it's kind of fucked up. This whole piece of shit-ass country, especially now that Donald Trump's president, and motherfuckers are talking about, I'm ready for the zombies. Like, you want this to be over? I would like my fun time to start, you piece of shit. I I don't know. I've been ready for the end for, what's the day? Uh, 34 years. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've been... I've just been waiting for this to fucking stop. Like, this is long and it's taking too long. I was with the apocalypse in 2012. That seemed like a really good time to that go out. That seemed like a good time. <laughs> we were on top. Like, things were going well. Right. Uh, now it's just like, ugh. Look at we me now. waited too long to leave the party. Uh, everyone's drunk. There's a mess. The host expects you to clean up. And can you help like, me with this? You're like Mother Nature is just like, hey, can you can you grab a bag of trash on your way out? Hey, but can you turn that oil off in the water? <laughs> is that cool or? Oh, is, is so no one's in, no one's using this part of the world. We're just going to leave it on fire. We're just okay, can do we not? That? Wait, aren't there are there people there? Oh, whatever. You know what? I'll just be <laughs> your planet. Okay, that's fine. Okay, you th- thanks. You th- okay, mm-hmm. I'll show you. And hey, the next thing you know, much. like there's arsenic all over food. Oh yeah, what happened? No, it's. I think I wish the best way the world could end. I think would be like the happening, where it's like the trees decide. It's like you're a piece of shit. Yeah, I'm, they're gonna kill me instantly because I love throwing stuff out of my car. <laughs> like I don't care. Like I know that because I'm a black man in America, my chances of making it to see climate change, even if with the government report coming out saying it's happening right now, they're slim and none. I eat too much food. Like I'm not gonna make it. When I saw that we had ten years left, I was like, ugh. That seems like a really long time, but <laughs> <laughs> if, if, but when they say that, like think about everything you know. You're a smart man. Think about everything you know about people as like a whole, like a cr- the crowd hive mind. If they told us we had ten years left, that's a fucking outright lie. In reality, we're actually probably out of time. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, say in ten years, like that, that was such a scare tactic. Which okay, whatever. Ten years, it's a good round number. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, you guys have ten Clean years to get your shit together, and at the same time, we like we as a nation have we don't have an EPA anymore. Like basically, like Scott Pruitt ran that shit into the ground. Uh, there Killed are no it. there are no scientists in charge of science in this country. Which and, what the fuck you on about? That's like if I was the principal of a school and I was all the students, the whole volleyball team. That's what that's like. No, my favorite thing is like, so taking Mr. Trump out of the equation, just we are 
currently like a criminally mismanaged country. Like no one is qualified for their jobs. Right. Uh, the head of HUD doesn't know his position. The head of NASA just discovered that climate change was a thing. Cronyism. Like he just stopped denying climate change. Uh, Recently because of that report that came out they've been working on for fucking like Well, it was years. like before that, like like everyone everyone who reported him had to spend like six months educating him on like the basics of science and climate change. The head of the EPA had sued the EPA a number of times before he got the position. That's fuck. Yeah, that's true. And he's re- he's been outed recently, I think. He's like gone now. Yeah, he's gone now, so there's no one in the position Because now. he did the damage to the department. Like, well, because he spent $150,000 on a door or some nonsense. He's killing the project, dude. And everybody's like, whoa, 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 what do you... You are the hippie granola people. Right. Like you guys don't have a real budget. Like there's no, there's no park rangers. Dude, I heard about some students now that are for their. You know, like you said, let's start a cooking club. They started to sue the government club. Yeah, basically, where they like are suing the government for denying them their inalienable rights by not doing anything about climate change. It's fucking brilliant, and I'm super proud that those are like the kind of kids that we have growing up right now. Nah, that school's gonna get so defunded. That school's gonna have a shooting. Surprise, surprise! <laughs> like what the uh, fuck? Betsy DeVos, she's like she's defunded ever. Like she is, she hasn't done anything. Like she hasn't actually done anything since yeah. she's been in office, which. I guess that's the best we could hope is that everyone in this administration just Whenever, collects a paycheck. You know what they say, dude? It's always the quiet ones. Like, I feel like the fact that we're not hearing anything is actually worse than people. Well, no, it's like she hasn't passed any legislation. She just has, she's like, she scaled back some, some initiatives. Like, she was like, hey, we don't actually have to. So, like, she scaled back the, there, there are new protections in place for students accused of sexual assault, but not the victims of. It's like, I, let's fucking focus on making the students the kind of people that don't want to fucking sexually assault people. How about that? Like, right? maybe if you gave these fucking little idiots a goddamn trombone, they wouldn't be out fucking trying to diddle know. people or if, playing video games. It's if like, like, if like we, if we had honest conversations, it's like, hey, uh, maybe, maybe, just maybe. Uh, there's a certain group of people, they all end up in a particular region of the school, the athletic department, and they're treated like gods all day. Oh. And so if there's one chick who's like, hey, I don't want you inside of me, he's like, no, that's my right. We teach him that's early on. Issue. No, it's not your right. You can't You can't be inside of her. She chooses you can't be inside of her. That's really, um, that's fucking like appalling to me that that is real. Yeah. To someone. So, like, uh, they say when women take the tour at Notre Dame that they're given the speech that, like, you know, Listen. you should never be alone in the presence of certain, of, like, a football t- player because, you know, they have such a high rape rate. <laughs> like, it's a Appalling. thing passed down from, like, like alumna, alumni to alumni uh, that, you know. It's like being it's a samurai. A yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Samurais could kill someone. When they bought a new sword, they're allowed to kill one person. It could be a cop, it could be a child, a mother, it doesn't matter. You get one kill and you can walk away scot free. I would be it's buying like being all a the sword player in America. Yeah. So remember, uh, what was his name? Manti Teo. Manti Teo. Yeah. Okay. So the, the fucking the catfish was, football player. He was Notre Dame. You know why we know the story about the catfish? No. Okay. So that came out because a woman, a woman had done this like she finally came forward about how she was like essentially gang raped at a football party Uh, that he was at and his defense was i couldn't have been a part of it i've got a girlfriend oh my god yeah 
and it turned out that he doesn't have a girlfriend. He's got some catfish in in Canada. But the real story was a woman got gang raped. Yeah. <laughs> And they buried it with a fake football player. Yeah. So we all made fun of him because it was so much easier to make fun of him being bullshit than to deal with a, hey, what happened to her is disgusting. Like, that's fucking fucked up, dude. Yeah. Like, think about it. Like, uh, another thing, uh, Breaking Bad, that is a concept that would not work as a TV show in any other part of the world. Why not? A teacher that can't afford healthcare, so he sells drugs. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, I forgot. That is the premise of the Walter show. Walter White had a pre-existing condition. <laughs> Where's your science at now, motherfucker? Like, the the purpose of the show is, hey, I'm dying of cancer. Uh, I can't afford my, oh my health care bills, my child's health care bills, so I'm just going to make money with meth. There's something there. That's fucking... I can't believe I've overlooked that little piece of the puzzle. Like... What a slap in the face. Like, to us, it's like a country. It's like, yo, by the way, everyone loves the show, right? You, know, you want no secret? You guys are fucking in a bad place. It's it's a little bit real. It's a, it's so stupid. I, I hear make, making meth is actually very easy. Yeah, I mean, if you have the ingredients and you don't blow up, because yeah, it's well, volatile you need ventilation. You need, all you need is well, ventilation. Well, it's volatile as shit. So, like, everything in it wants to explode. Wants to. That's why you can't have any like heat sources, sparks. But you need a heat source to make the meth. You do need a heat source to make the meth. Hence why there are so many exploded trailers. Yeah, that's why the people start doing shake and bake. I don't know what that is, nor do I need to know what that is. Shake and bake meth is when you like you make meth like through like you add all like tin foil and cleaner to the fucking like a plastic bag and like all the fucking like drive around and shake this bag and vent it <laughs> and then it turns into like shitty rudimentary meth wow that sounds like something i want in my body right right can't wait to get, get lifted get it right now uh, get it right get it right get it tight yeah but like these are the things that i just like i think about this all the time so i'm like i'm generally an angry human i just mm-hmm. i keep a smile on my face because it's not a, it's not my brand <laughs> I thought your brain was very nice, mean person. Yeah, like I'm, I'm an adorable bitch. But like, okay, it's so uh, I nailed it. Yeah, but like, it's not like it's not like I'm gonna make you think about anything real. <laughs> I like. That. I mean, those aren't the thoughts that I have. Mm. Like, I have a bunch of stories about, about drinking too much. Yeah, but clearly you do. Yeah, but like these aren't they're not funny enough to be for to be a part of my brand and it doesn't fit in my insta story and it doesn't work on my on my tweet and it won't work on like my shitty facebook Mm. promoted posts so why do it allegedly nobody wants to eat anything real but that's something that we're going to address when we get back from a brief respite here on teach these devils we'll be right back with some more with Dwayne duke um Shout out to the sponsor, Ferris Steakhouse. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> Shout out to the sponsor, Gourmand's Deli. Get there, get some food. Before two on a weekday, you fucking lazy fuck. Also, shout out to the sponsor, Goya. If she eats Goya, she'll Goya. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Dwayne Duke is here. We'll be right back. Hey, old baby. We're back here again on teach these devils shout out again to all the sponsors you just heard them there's a short respite as we usually do uh surrounded by white noise as they call it in the biz Dwayne duke is still on the program hi Dwayne. i am hi hello hello um 
We had a very interesting, as we always do, like, we want to do a segment called uh, Behind the Devils or, like, In the Break or something like that. Yeah. And fucking, it's just, like, and just leave the, the best on. conversations, dude. <laughs> the best. That was my demon. Oh, dear. Sorry. <clears throat> do you feel better? Out. Yeah, it was just stuck in there. I'm sorry if you can smell it. It's probably pretty strong. Um... I didn't eat anything. Oh, I did eat some sloppy Joe for Frosted good. Cheerios. Yeah, man. Um, so it was just Thanksgiving. We put out an episode the day before Thanksgiving for the people. How was your Thanksgiving? Uh, it was pretty good. Uh, my family came up from D.C. I, okay, I hung out with a bunch of my cousins. Oh, you're Virginia black. I don't know anything no, about like, that. No, like, um, we're from Cleveland. Uh, okay. So, my parents' families come from Alabama, Georgia, and Kentucky. Uh, like, my dad's family comes from, like, Louisville and Alabama. My mom's from, like, Georgia and Alabama. Okay. And uh, they came out to Ohio, you know, because Jim Crow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that was a little thing that, that influenced their decisions. That doesn't hurt. Yeah. So, um, that's where they're from. There's a lot of us in Detroit. Okay. But I don't, we have that I as don't well. know Detroit. Um, Me either. Yeah, I'm not going up there. I don't fuck with that. I did go to Detroit a couple times, like, right before I learned how to drive yeah. with my grandma. We drove up, my grandma and me drove up there, and um, I was reading the driving book. That's why I remember it so well. And as soon as we got there, it was like, pow, pow. I was like, what the fuck is going on? I was like, Kramer, are you sure we're going to be safe here? Like, I don't think I can protect you from guns. Like, I was like, very concerned. Oh, baby, ain't nothing. They just in Detroit. Yeah. She was like, just go in the house. If anything bad happened, they won't come in the house over there. They don't come in the house. <laughs> it's weird. They ain't concerned about you. Right? They ain't worried about you. Uh, yeah, so I cooked, uh, I cooked like five pounds of chicken. Hell yeah. I texted for a friend that I was No married. turkey? Oh, I, I personally make chicken. Okay. I'm, I make chicken. My mom makes beans. Barbecue and she or? Makes, I make fried. I, I fry some chicken. My mom makes beans and she makes, um, deviled eggs. And then we oh, take yeah. it over to the family potluck where there's two turkeys, a ham, um, the chicken, like twelve sides, okay. a bunch of a bunch of desserts. There's way too much food. That's um, how it is. Yeah, I texted her mind that I was like making chicken. She goes, "Why are you making chicken? It's it's Thanksgiving." I was like, "Oh, bless you. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Bless you. That's right. You make you cook for four people. <laughs> no, sweetie. that's hilarious. I cook for thirty, and then we get offended when uh, there's not enough leftovers for thirty. Right. <laughs> My mom cooks for everyone and it's like she's like oh there's so much food there's so much food and there's never any food left but there's like too much like the table is taken up by like the the side dishes oh yeah we never sit at the table we the have to- food sits on the stove like you just go in the kitchen and you around it's like a fucking so hotel there buffet. at my aunt's house there's the kitchen table the dining room table the buffet table oh shit uh the tables that we that a bunch of people sit at and then food still on the stove and it is just Fucking pandemonium. Hell yeah. It's uh, a madhouse. There's too much food. There's too many people. We use order. We use a little bit of order. We try to. Uh, we try that nonsense. It's like every year. Every year, one of my cousins who is ascending to the age where it's their turn to take over things, uh, she'll... Uh, she'll try and plan a schedule. I'm like, why? What, what do you think you're doing? Seriously. It's like scheduling... For food? Well, it's like everyone's supposed to like show up at a certain hour. Hey, we're all supposed to be here at 4 o'clock. I walked in at 4.45. No, I walked in at 5 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And um, 
<laughs> no one. And my mom goes, or like my cousin was still cooking something, and I turn, I go, uh, I turn to my mom and I go, um, I told you we were there was no way in hell we were eating one minute before five thirty. Right. And my cousin goes, we're gonna eat before five thirty. So at six o'clock we. <laughs> <laughs> And six o'clock, um, I sent late, my cousin man. into the kitchen to like grab some chicken wings to bring them out to us, just so we could like eat something. Just, yeah, that's I mean, what's up. I didn't care because like I had already, I had already like I had cooked a full meal for me. Yeah, alone, I had eaten Chipotle that morning for breakfast. God bless him. Right, like I've planned ahead. I um, my mom always makes the food the night she starts making it the night before. She'll like stay up all fucking night, mm-hmm. and, like making food, blah, blah, blah. and it's like. She's like, I'm, the only question you really need to ask is, like, when are we going to eat? <laughs> and then you say, like, 2 o'clock, and then you wait around for people. But, like, the food is done. Like, she might be pulling one or two things out, like some cake or something. But, man, my mom don't play. Yeah, for my parents' 20th wedding anniversary, I had just turned 16. I made the entire meal minus the turkey. Oh, yeah. And, I like, that's when I learned that I can't trust my relatives to show up on time because I was like... They're never going to show up on time. I was like, dinner's on the table at 4 o'clock. We're having dinner at 4 o'clock because for some reason on this holiday we have dinner at 4 o'clock. My sides were perfectly done. Everything I was making was perfectly done at 3.59.59. Yeah. Things were coming out. Rolls were, were hot and ready. 4.15, 4.15, no one's there. 4.30, no one's there. And what finally, the I turn and go, hey, we can eat this ham and we the rest eaten. of this. If y'all want to wait for turkey, that's on you. Fuck this nonsense. I'm having a plate. Right? That's crazy. Like, there's something about everybody being together and dealing with your family's bullshit, though, that is... Disheartening. It just, it disheartening. just... It wrecks the mood. You're, you're in yeah. the holiday cheer for like 10 minutes, and you're just like, actually... Fuck these people. You know, it's like, when are you not going to be using my mom and dad's bathroom so I can use it? <laughs> I and, need to use and it. And like the minute they're all gone, you're like, mm, we should hang out more. I don't think I miss them. It's so good to see them. Yeah. No, like my cousin just got out of the clink recently. Mm-hmm. So he's back. And it's like, we've always been very, I don't have any brothers or sisters. So like my cousin's like my brother. So it's like fucking, he got back and it's always good to see him and stuff. And he has a wife and everything that we that I just met for the first time. She's lovely. And, uh, it's just very uh, the holidays, man. It, why is it such a drain on people's life force? Like I don't get it. I don't know because we put so much emphasis on the holidays, and I think it's unnecessary. Like we put so much into it, and yeah, like if it was, oh, we're gonna have holiday cheer, we're all gonna be better people. I'd be down for it, but mostly it's just like, oh, we gotta do this, we gotta do this, we gotta do this, we gotta do this, we gotta do this. Yeah. And like I even, uh, I don't go Black Friday shopping, but I do shop online. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, yeah, let me get these deals. <laughs> let, let me, me cop these good deals. It's, it's all about Cyber Monday. Um, I didn't do Cyber Monday. I did uh, I did it the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. Okay. I, I went. I bought a new pea coat and I bought some boots and some It's a nice shoes. coat. Yeah, I'm loving this jacket. I wish it had come the day before Thanksgiving and not the day after. Mm. Oh, I tried it on and I was like, ooh, okay. You uh, definitely measured for free holiday weight. <laughs> Dude, fucking, oh, I oh. wish I had more Thanksgiving food right now. I've been thinking about getting chicken and waffles from KFC, actually. Yeah. It sounds like it might actually be okay. I'm thinking about, um, so I've gotten really into, like, uh, putting hot sauce and honey on my chicken now. I don't know why. What? I don't know where that came from. It It's a sweet, it just a spicy, happened. sweet thing. Yeah, like hot a, sauce and honey? Yeah, you mix the hot sauce and honey. It's a spicy like, honey. Oh, so only good. like Frank's Red Hot, and it's like, 
I've only just recently expanded. I like hot sauce. I don't mind stuff being hot. And I've just recently expanded into like fucking uh, house hot sauces. Yeah. Man, I've been missing out. No, I won't do that. It's like I'm like... I, like if I go to a place and they, and they have their own ketchup, I'm like, you know what, I'm out. You have your own ketchup? No, give me Heinz. Like I don't, I don't want this. What I, like, Heinz now? Oh, got it. <laughs> like if I ever see an aioli on the menu, I'm just like, ugh. You don't fuck you with aioli? Are, I, I don't. I can't process egg. No, no, it's not eggs. So, well, it's, ma- it's mayonnaise. It's oh well, yeah, it's mayonnaise. You so, don't need eggs. No, I can't process it. But I'm like, I, I realize that aioli is just going to be on everything because someone in the back is like, I've got a theory about food. I'm like, this is a bar. Yeah. Okay. Like, you can have a, a theory, but give me the basics. It's got a booyah base reduction, bro. It's going to be so good. People can't wait to dig into it. Oh, God. Like, if I go to a place and, like, like I could tell just how white the ownership is by, like, how many Asian things are on the menu. Oh, yeah. Or, like, how many different Mexican things are on the menu. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, stick to bar food. Quesadilla, baby. We got it. Yeah. We also have frijoles. Like I'm, I'm. If I'm eating at a bar, like I'm, I want bar food. Like you know, like the, I want to open a bar that has fucking like choco tacos, <laughs> and fucking has like a secret layer in it, like that you need to like do like some puzzle room shit to get to, or know like a special code word that we only send out to VIPs. Like I want a sick secret bar that's also just like a front up top. <laughs> My dude was telling me about a bar that's like a bookstore. Oh, a speakeasy? There's yeah. A, there's a place in Atlanta where you have to go through the bookcase to get to the bar. Yeah, I want and they, that, bro. they have a comedy show in there, and I couldn't figure out which bookcase it was, so I was just yanking books off the other one, and no one thought to tell me that I was touching the wrong bookcase. Because you got to figure it out. Yeah, but everyone's like, oh, he, we clearly know where he's going, because it was 2017, there's, a, there's no reason for a goddamn speakeasy. <laughs> Speakeasies are dope, though. I think it's kind of a really cool concept. Like it's yeah. somewhere where you can feel out of the way. And it, what if it's like a real one? Like my great grandmother used to run one. No, my great 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 grandmother or great grandmother. I can't remember which. My father's mother's either mother or grandmother. One of those two. Okay. Uh, she ran a brothel and a speakeasy. God damn. Yeah, I come from good stock. Hell yeah, man. Think- oh, the amount of pimps and whores that that make up my bloodline coming down to me like the stories i've heard and i'm just like y'all are lucky that i wear pants from the shit that's running through my blood Dwayne, you're coming back to always wanting to be nude man i don't want to be nude i just don't want to wear pants what do you use cargo shorts uh fuck i'll like i'll put on underwear that is (laughs) (laughs) that's it just britches Dwayne. yeah just fuck it just their their leg presents. <laughs> There's so much work. Have you ever just like got pants up to your thighs? It was like, is it really worth it to leave the house today? Oh my god, that's why you got to start with pajama pants. You got to put on two pair. Don't forget. I do wear pajama pants to bed, uh, but I won't wear underwear if I'm going to wear those. Uh, yeah, that's dumb. Who's wearing pajama pants and underpants, dude? Uh, I'll wear pajama pants and like a t-shirt. Who in the who in this fucking world is wearing pajama pants and underpants? I don't know. Sometimes I'm lazy. I won't take the underwear off. I'll just pull the pants on. Then, like, then you're in the bed for like an hour and you wake up and you're like, God damn it. Like, why am I so wake up uncomfortable? Like, fuck. Now I'm going to take my fucking underpants off, put these goddamn fucking sleeping pants back on. Nope. Not for me. That I'm happens just... to me all the time. I'm like, fuck it. I'm just getting in the bed and then it's like, I got to fucking take my fucking britches off <laughs> so I can sleep properly. Nah, I'm like, eh, guess this is how I'm doing this tonight. Son of a bitch. No, like, if my bed gets unmade while I'm in it, 
it's just staying that way till morning. <laughs> you you don't unmake your bed? No, like if the sheets are if the pulled like, up or whatever. Like if the fitted sheet comes up, I'm oh, just like, yeah. oh, you're just gonna sleep next to my head. <laughs> Guess I'm not gonna oh, sleep no, the no, out bro. of the bed tonight. I, I like that'll wake me up. <laughs> I'm like the princess in the motherfucking pee, dude. Like, I need some, like, if there was a fucking, a ball of fuzz underneath my mattress, I'd be like, oh, what the fuck is wrong? Because I never <laughs> sleep anyway. So it's like, I, there's very, I have to lay a certain way. I have to, like, close my eyes. The TV has to be on. There needs to be shit happening for me to be able to fall asleep properly. And that's, maybe that's on me. Maybe I need to change my sleep habits and get more healthy, bro. But until then... <laughs> It's me and Sabrina falling asleep every night. What up? Are you watching the new Sabrina? Oh, shit's fire, dude. Are you watching? I'm watching it like for the second time. I haven't. I, I don't know. I, I don't really like the new Riverdale universe, and I don't think I'm going to join in. I don't fuck with any other stuff. I'm just watching Sabrina, dude. No, it's from the same universe. I, like, I don't know. I'm not I don't know it. anything about it. Uh, just like I'm not into like comic book movies. I like. Uh, it seems like a thing I would, I would be into, but I just, I was like, nope. Uh, I find that once I tap out on something, I'm just good. Like, so I watched the first season of Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones was dope. And I was like, I made it a half hour in, and I was like, I turned to my friend who was forced me to watch it, and she yeah. goes, and I go, uh, so it's that so man cool just life. pulled out of his sister to murder a child, and this yeah. is the thing you watch. It's a great show. And she goes, well, if you ignore like all the rape and the tits and the incest up front, and no, I was like, part of it. I was like, the rape? And she goes, oh yeah, wait a minute. And then I met Khaleesi, and I was like, oh, the rape? Yeah. Uh, you see, like That's sad. You looked at her, and you're like, she's definitely getting raped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's like worse than looking at someone and be like, yeah, I want to have sex with you, but I'm definitely wearing a condom. <laughs> Like just that, I watched the first season. Then I tried to watch the second season because, like, I got really in the first season, and I didn't even wait. Like, I went straight into the second season, like an hour. Game of Thrones. Yeah, like an hour after the first season ended, and I made it halfway through the first episode of the second season. Was like, you know what? Life's too short. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this anymore. I am my own person. I'm Dwayne Duke, and I don't want to do this. I'm I'm mad as hell, and I'm not gonna watch this anymore. Dude, you fuck with film, Dwayne. Um, I go see about two movies a year. So you're a student of film. You like, like, what's your favorite type? Like, what's one of your favorite movies? Uh, Clue. Clue is my favorite movie. Clue with fucking <laughs> Tim Martin, Robbins. Uh, Tim Curry, uh, Martin Mull, um, Catherine Hahn. Oh, uh, somebody else is somebody else was in it. It's it's so good. It's got really fast jokes. It's hmm. it's got smart jokes. What's um, your What's your favorite movie in the last like ten years, twenty years? We're old. Ten years. Well, I think Clue's not that old. It's from the late eighties. So. Clue's like over thirty years old. Yeah, about thirty, thirty-five. Um, I really like Deadpool one. That was a very interesting take on a superhero movie. Yeah, and that's a super. You just said you don't like superhero. I movies. don't like superheroes, but I do like Deadpool. That's a good. He's. He, I think I like Deadpool because I have Tumblr and people on Tumblr like the. Uh, I don't like things, but I'm a fan of people who do like things. If okay. that makes any sense, like, so like I spend a lot of time on Tumblr, and people are constantly posting things that they like, and I'm like, yes, I appreciate your fandom. I'm not going to join it, but I appreciate it. Good job being a fan. <laughs> yeah, like I like it when people like things. The dedication. Yeah, um, respect it. I I watched Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. See, I fuck with Harry Potter. 
so I I taped it on DVR in like February, and then like a week ago I I got around to watching it. Mm-hmm. I fell asleep halfway through, so I had to get back up and start it over. Like I fuck with Harry Potter, but I didn't really fuck with that movie that hard. Like, but I do want to see the new one because it has someone who I like. It, that first one had people from the Harry Potter books in it or whatever. Yeah. But like, this, this is one like, has Harry Potter universe in it. Yeah, it's like super deep in. Like, it's stuff that they always talk about in Harry Potter. Fucking Grindelwald, dude. Like, it's like, oh, Grindelwald's fucking also Johnny Depp. See, the first thing, like, I was. The first half hour of uh, Fantastic Beasts, I was like, I have no fucking idea what's happening. Right. I don't know what that animal is. I don't know why why he's chasing it. I don't know. Uh, so, Newt Scamander is hella autistic, right? Like, that's a real thing. I'm sorry, what? Newt Scamander, the main character, Eddie Redmayne, or whatever his name is, like, like he's basically an autistic person, or a person <laughs> on the spectrum, is that how we say it now? I think so, yeah. On spectrum yeah, like, person. I, yeah, he... I was like, cool, the main character is differently abled. Uh, <laughs> differently abled. That's worse than saying we're I think. No, because, well, he's not he's just He's different. I have to uh, although, basically all all people from the wizarding world, they're differently abled because they can't do anything. Hmm. They're, they've all got learning disabilities. They're not taught math. <laughs> Maths? They're, they're never taught math. Like, well, you can lift stuff, you don't need math. You don't need structural integrity when you got magic, bro. Yeah, that's fine, but no, not mass, math. That's what I said. You don't you don't need structural integrity when you got maths, like magics. They, like they don't they're not taught like I don't know, sex ed or like driving or um you know Yeah, they um, can't drive. Yeah, but like they're still Well we're not taught flying, bro. Yeah, but we can't fly. Well, they can, so why would I bother learning how to drive? I mean, they can apparate or whatever. That's pretty dope. No, man. Harry Potter is on brand. Wilson would say off brand. We got to respect his wishes. He's he's telepathically communicating to me off brand right now. He's yelling. Just texting the word off brand. It actually hurts in my ears, the the screaming of off brand. (laughs) However, Dwayne Duke is on the motherfucking program. On brand. He's out here doing it. Uh... The lovable bitch. Maybe I'll call my next album that bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Who's that bitch? That bitch. That bitch is uh, coming to dinner. I think I'm going to call it uh, Confirmed Bachelor. That'll be my next one. Okay. I'm 30, and that was code for gay and unmarried. That's hilarious. In the 70s. I was like, oh, that's Johnny. He's just a, he's just a confirmed bachelor, we guess. Dude. He's Why never, does everyone hate gay people, dude? I don't know. You know. Where do you get your cakes now? Like, I don't understand. Uh, you get some dry-ass cakes from some dusty old straight person. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to make you a cake, Dwayne, and it's making me mad. Fuck it, you can have a cake, but you better not have any fondant. <laughs> I don't eat fondant. And if there is more than one layer of piping, bitch, we gonna fight. <laughs> <laughs> fucking kidding me? <laughs> Fuck your cakes. Dude, no, that's like, I think we, before we left the break, we were gonna talk about being a gay man in America. I don't know oh, anything about I- being gay. Oh, it is. I'll give you the short version of it. Uh, I've been a legal citizen, even though I was born here in this country with like all the rights for like well, you four know, years. The black rights. No, like all the rights. Well, no hoodies. Well, like we. <laughs> with our version of all the rights. Yeah. Um, so, like, for like four years. Um, okay. Like, that's when it became legal for me to marry. Like, 
for most of my life, or so for the first like half of my life, yeah. it was illegal for the kind of sex that I appreciate to, to be had. Dude, me too. Yeah. But just like with a different person. Yeah, but like, um, like there are some actual massacres that happen because, like, so uh, there was a gay bar that was set on fire in New Orleans Whoa. in the seventies, and no one, <laughs> no one investigated it because yeah. it was the gays, and who gave a oh, shit? That's fine. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah, like so like I love that um I am I am walking in the path of some of some drag queen that came before me and there's some kid that's gonna come after me that's just gonna sashay oh sidebar. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Tangential so, so um I work with like I work with kids, like yeah. I said. And um, I was working in a school one day, and there was a kid who was the most aggressive homo I had seen in quite some time. <laughs> and like when I felt his little light come into the room with me, I w- I got super mother bear protective. I was like, "If any of you little fuckers fucks with him, I will rip your throat out! How dare you? Don't say a word! Don't look at his goddamn direction! He's a peacock! Are you kidding me?" <laughs> Um, and then I realized that he is at that point in his gay development where his personality is just like, once he's 18, his personality is going to be just, you know, sucking dick, drinking diet Pepsi and smoking cigarettes, like that kind of awful person. Uh, like he kept saying the little girl taking her picture, or I was taking her picture and he kept saying, like, yas queen slay work sway. This is killing me. You're giving me life. And I was like, quit saying, I'm in my head, just like quit saying buzzwords. <laughs> you don't know what any of this means. You're giving me life. Maybe walk it the fuck back. She's not giving you life. She's taking a school picture. <laughs> Are you shitting me? Uh, he was doing too much, huh? Uh, he was doing the entire most and then some. Oh, wow. That's uh, a lot of effort. And I was just like, ugh. Like, uh, Like, is this what I got? Is this what I got bullied for all those years so that this kid could be this? Really? <laughs> yeah. Which okay, fine. If that's what the next generation's gonna be, fuck it. I'm in. Uh, I just I need some warning. <laughs> How do you deal with that? Uh, I just go. He's gonna be happy, and that's it's like yeah. What the, that is a whole great. different like, kind of dynamic. Like he like he gets to be like I got I had to be miserable so this little fuck boy can be happy, and right? uh you know whatever. So like you said you just got rights four years ago. Imagine being like a child at this time. That's like, a, a, like you're like they're I, like yeah, I can marry whoever I want. Marry like, whoever I want. Like, like I can pick whichever gender like makes me the the happiest. Like I can wear whatever I want to school. Like mm-hmm. that's like and you can't tell me shit. And like when I grew up, it was like hey, um, we're gonna like I, like so I was after the AIDS epidemic and after the hanky code, gay bars were a thing. Hanky code. Uh, long story. It basically, it it was a way to let people know what you were into sexually. With a handkerchief? Yeah, in your back pocket. So, like, oh. there were different colors, and you wore them on different sides based on what you were into. It's a whole thing. That's not like, man, you, all you got to do is go up to girls and be like, hey, uh, I, thought, I was wondering, um, then you wait, like, a couple days, and, or maybe, like, a couple hours, and then you find out if you're going to be smashing. You had to get fucking go to the store. <laughs> buy a buy handkerchief. Several colors. Discover, like, discover what you were into. Yeah, yeah like, discover a chart. 
And like, heaven forbid, you just have heaven forbid you just have a handkerchief because you're that kind of person, yeah. and you like put it it's in your back pocket, day. and it means the wrong thing. Next thing you know, you're tied up. Some dude's pissing at you. <laughs> What's the com- color combination for tied up and pissing? The fuck if I know, but I don't wear. I, I do brown hanky with, <laughs> with a green. No, one. brown hanky is is not. That's pooping. Yeah. <laughs> no, who wants to poop? That poop's a thing. Don't kink shame. It's a thing. I'm not going to yuck anyone's yum, but who wants to poop? Some guys like poop. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I was after that. I was after. Uh, so when I was coming out, Will and Grace was on TV and Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Um, and there, oh, there was even a series where like, there were like black gay guys, but they didn't have AIDS. They were mm-hmm. just like guys in LA. Hey everyone. Yeah. Like super progressive. Like that dude from fucking living single. Uh, more progressive than that, but yeah. He was like, <laughs> like super on the DL. Yeah, like uh, these guys, like they, like they weren't dying of AIDS. They weren't hairdressers. They had real jobs. Like, huh? Like just it was, which not to say that being a hairdresser isn't a real job, but like it's so stereotypical. It definitely is. Yeah, like it's a necessary thing. But at the same time, it's like, did you know that hairdressers take have more state training than police officers? I did not know that. That's true. But I know they have to go back for their boards every year every or every year. Yeah, which. That's fair because the likelihood that that a cop is supposed to put chemicals in your face and hair mm-hmm. is very low, whereas a cosmetologist is supposed to put them put in there. hair chemicals in your face. Yeah, like barbers are technically surgeons. Barbers can't, yeah, used to do surgery in the Old West. Yeah. The dentists used to, uh, what they do? They would like hang up ears or something. Like, yeah, gross. used to do something to your ear. Not doing any of that. I forget. Uh, yeah, so... Teeth, no. Yeah, teeth. Yeah, so uh, that's... So that's when I was coming out. Like, we were getting a bunch of rights, and then, like, Bush didn't, was going to, like, do a, a men med. So, like, the whole gay thing has been... It has been a roller coaster. I bet. Because, uh, like, a few times a year... You just get someone like so. If you've ever been to Pride, my favorite thing is going to Pride and just seeing uh, these groups of people who've gone out of their way on a Saturday to come protest. A group of people who are just like, "Hey, this is the one day where you can't be shitty to us, right? Because we fucking outnumber you." Like I don't understand. Like every, you know what I mean? Like it's one of those things where it's like, I feel like the most important thing in humanity is that we all get along and it's like what you eat doesn't make me shit yeah well you know, like, a lot of people are like hey we can all get along but there are rules to that and it's like you have to worship the same guy that i worship you have to you have your family has to look exactly like my family it, like no, you, ha- you have to the follow camp these of do laws you, bro. yeah that's what that's what a lot of people want to say they are but then they're just like Ugh, this makes me uncomfortable and instead of taking that knowledge that it makes you uncomfortable and shutting the fuck up. Yeah, like, what, so what it makes you uncomfortable, that only affects you. Yeah, and it only affects you because you've inserted yourself in someone else's life. Yeah, mind your own fucking business, Nancy. Like, uh, the argument against gay people was like, uh, or gay marriage was, well, how are we going to tell our kids that two dudes we've never met want to marry? If you can't Why? handle a conversation with your shitty child, that's on you. What do you mean? Like, in children today, I feel like they're like, oh, two dudes, like, oh, whatever. That's a thing. Oh, like the that kiss happens. on um on the Macy's Day Parade the other day. I everyone, didn't see that. Everyone was losing their... Of course you didn't, because you're a person. No one watches that goddamn shit. Yeah. 
there was a kiss in the middle of a musical number between two women, and I saw the steal of it. I didn't know there were women in the picture because one was like one was wearing a dress, one was wearing a suit. That's a cop out. Yeah. That's a cop out. Two women kissing off, like women kiss at the. There's two women kissing at the bar right now. Yeah, but there was like a, a lesbianic kiss, like a like a very sapphic kiss. Like oh, it was really? Inten- it was like cruel intentions. Like it, it was like supposed to be not sexual, but romantic between two women, and people were losing their shit. They're I like, feel like of like home, uh, as far as homosexuality goes, like female homosexuality, like lesbianism. Lesbianism is that so long as right. so so long as both women are conventionally attractive to the male gaze, then lesbianism isn't. People, seen it's as, that is why it's a cop out. Yeah. Like that's not helping anyone. Well, I mean, like not not, the, uh, not to take away from like our sexuality know. shouldn't be like we are not here. It is not my job to make anyone a better person. Yeah. Like I like I wake up every day and like I'm like Ugh, I can either go out and I can I can educate every person I meet and I go hey I'm gonna make you a better person now or you can quit being a piece of shit <laughs> and it's like that's like in in reality two women kissing on a float is really only one side of the puzzle it's like okay well that doesn't that's I feel like it's such a hindrance to people. Well, it's like it's not a, like there were. It was a big musical number. I didn't see it because I don't watch parades. Oh, yeah, parade. I don't know any person that woke up and watched a parade. My like, friend Crystal, she lives in New York. Shout out CJ. Well, she, all right. So she lives in New York. Does she live near where the parade route is? Okay, I guess she got up really early and went. Okay, that's a thing. But like these people on the internet, they're like, "Oh my god, we can't believe we saw two seconds of two women kissing." You know what their whole big deal is? This was the, like they're so bass backwards that this was their entertainment for the week because their family values, yeah, essentially suck my dick. It's like, yo, you didn't find time to go to drug mart and smoke a J? Like, calm down. I hate it. I hate it. I'm not. I'm not here for it. That's wild. I um, yeah, I have a, like a lot of respect for you being a, a gay black man in America because I know how hard it is already, especially since you just got like full ass black people rights. Congratulations <laughs> and uh, thank you for being here. Fucking crushing it. You're Things really- would go a little faster if everyone just stopped being shitty. You know what I mean? Like, give up on your bullshit, people, and stop. Let's you know just- what it is? Is as soon as. As soon as a certain popul a certain percentage of the population drops dead, no, dude, things are going to get better. I said that too for a long time, and I realized just the other day that, like, no matter what, like, my dad is pretty racist, right? yeah, but like against like you know like white people or whatever. So it was like, there's another version of my dad that's out there that had a bajillion dollars. Because his grandpa was fucking had a bajillion dollars. And because of that, he has probably a lot of power and influence. And it's like, so if you see a person with a billion dollars and they go, blah, 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 and maybe, you know, don't trust the fucking the Asians, <laughs> for example, wink, wink, um, <laughs> don't trust the Ooh. Asians. And then your grandson grows up idolizing this man as the fucking the paterfamilias of the family the fucking some patron fucking like hero of fucking everything that you hold dear and know your father and your mother and what your home is all a part of your grandfather's ethos so if your grandpa says don't trust Asians when you grow up you're gonna be like uh grandpa was a little crazy but maybe I won't hire any Asians and then it's like from there, it's like your son sees that and he's like, well, my dad never hired any Asian people. So it's like, that's a little fucked up, but maybe, maybe I won't hire I any know. Asian people. It's just, it's like we need, we need just a whole generation of 
we need a whole generation of lawmakers to die. Mm-hmm. Because uh, we need to get, like, because they just have the dumbest fucking, like, every time I see that yeah. angry turtle Mitch McConnell, I'm just like, you need to catch the flu. What's flare. wrong with you? People vote for him. Yeah, Kentucky. And I'm, the, I'm hosting a festival in Kentucky. And like, I, I keep forgetting about Mitch McConnell when I'm planning things there. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Before we go on. Um, are, we, are we wrapping? We're wrapping it before we end the program. Oh. Uh, you just said you have a festival in Kentucky. Uh, yeah, I'm hosting. I'm producing the second annual Midwest Queer Comedy Festival. <laughs> And beautiful Louisville, Kentucky, Derby City. Shout out! It'll be August twenty August uh, of two thousand nineteen. I'm very excited. Hell uh, yeah! Forty of the funniest queers from across America are going to come together to just uh, paint that town rainbow. Hell yeah, man! That's really cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, we did it this year in Columbus. I had sixty comics come out. We're going to do it a little smaller. Okay. Uh, but it's going to be fun nonetheless. Um, You're out here chasing it. Yeah, I'm uh, planting seeds. <laughs> right? I'm planting seeds so then 20 years some new brand of little queer comic can just be like, hey, I'm on BET, bitches. <laughs> I can't wait for you and Mary's fucking co-headlining tour, dude, fucking across the whole country. Crushing it, chasing it. <laughs> be it dude. Uh, we, it, we would black out night three and not make it. <laughs> oh, no, that's the thing. You'd finish the whole thing and wouldn't know until you saw the tape. Or we would just wake up like two months later going, what happened? Why are we in rehab? Right? Where'd this money come from? <laughs> it comes back into the rehab room. Did you check your bank account? Nah, no one makes money. <laughs> no one makes money in comedy. Like, there's no money to be made. Like, Amy Schumer makes money, but only barely. Right? I mean, I can't wait to get that fucking Cavs money. You know what I'm looking forward to? I'm looking forward to my first, like, Netflix special. Dude, I just, like, my first 15 minutes. Again. Like, all I want is, I want, I want some, some mild notoriety. Like, I deserve it, Dwayne. I'm going to go get a credit card again and spend like I'm already on top. Okay, this has been brought to you by Experion. <laughs> Your Experion credit score is available. Ugh, every time I see my credit score, I'm just like, ugh. I don't want to be a stereotype, but I'm a stereotype. Dwayne, that's so funny that you bring up credit scores, because every time you grabbed your phone, I tried to smack it out of your hand because I thought you were checking your credit score. Do you know when you check your credit score, it goes down? No, it's totally free. Uh, what? And it doesn't impact us. Stop. Yeah, no, that's a fucking scam. I can't wait for the, the our NBC show after Brassfeld runs its nine seasons where we play brothers. This would be hilarious. Uh, I, <laughs> I wrote a bullshit movie in my head where uh, Snoop Dogg plays my dad and we're... Oh, we're, Snoop Dogg. It's totally bare dad. Uh, we're going on a cross-country road trip, uh, but this won't work anymore because marijuana is getting legalized everywhere. So Snoop Dogg plays my dad, and okay. you know, he's a retired rapper, mogul, whatever. Dude, Snoop Dogg will look like John Witherspoon by the time we get ready to get the shmoney, so it's going to be fun. And like, uh, we're on our way to my gay mar- to my gay wedding. I wrote, I came up with this idea in like 2009, back when all this was like a like a crazy idea. Oh like, yeah, it would never like it had to happen like like California where they let us do that Somewhere shit. Somewhere else. Uh, and like, I'm marrying like. Uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Ron White's his dad and they're he's like an old like rich sort of racist white guy and yeah. like but then they smoke a joint together and there's they, they, they become, become best like, friends <laughs> yeah oh, dude, that's but dope. it's just the misadventures of the gay guy uh, like the gay guy and like the black rapper and like in our cross country road trip that's just awesome. like getting pulled over in Tennessee <laughs> I'm gonna scare him off yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
Like I, I sort of envisioned as like it would fall in that pantheon of Tyler Perry, but mostly it would just be like, like it'd be like a Tyler Perry where, where yeah. you only see Medea and like flashbacks. Oh my god. That like we're trying to wrap the podcast up, but keep, you keep saying stuff that brings me to more interesting points that I want to talk about. It's fine, I'll come back. No, yeah, but before we before we go, you have the the festival in Kentucky. What's it called again? Uh, the Midwest Queer Comedy Festival. Midwest Queer Comedy Fest coming to Kentucky very soon. You have the date set? Uh, August twenty first to the twenty fifth, I believe. That's real soon. The year's already fucking over, you idiot jerks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, like I mean, it's 2019. It's coming. Um, it's coming quick. MQC Fest on all the social media and mqcfest.com, or you can find it on my website, uh, dwayneduke.com. I hope that's up. I never check my own website. So. You, gotta, you can't. It's like googling yourself. You're not allowed. Um, do you have any shows locally that folks can see at here in Northeast Ohio? Uh, I will be at the Funny Stop in Cuyahoga Falls, December 28th and 29th. Hell yeah. Uh, Friday and Saturday before New Year's Eve. Uh, very excited about that. I'm gonna go do a little day drinking. Oh, and you're hitting the road, right? Um, I'm hitting the road next summer. I'm gonna do 35 nights on the road. Uh, I'm gonna go sleep in Montana for no reason. Oh man, be careful. Because ne- well, like I'm just gonna stop on the side of the road because I've never been. Don't do that. <laughs> well, I'm not pulling off to one of their towns where they can get me. Dude, I don't know. Maybe they're like gonna be riding their horses through and the fucking. Here's the thing about a horse uh, It can't get inside of a car (laughs) (laughs) You can't just sleep on the side of the road in Montana It's like white nationalist headquarters Pretty sure you can Listen, (laughs) so is Ohio (laughs) Just Lima Um, (laughs) Oh wait, (laughs) Lodi Oh lord Oh lord It's fucking Lodi again I hate Why'd they put the Nike outlet by the racist? (laughs) You know there's one in Aurora, right? (laughs) That one sucks (laughs) Okay, well that was for fucking babies. <laughs> I'm done with you. All right, guys. Follow me on all the social media. Dwayne Duke, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much, Dwayne. Thank you. We'll see you soon. Bye. Peace.